welcome back to another episode of Laying It Down. It is May the 4th when this drops, uh, so for you Star Wars nerds, including myself, hopefully this day is a little, little extra special during quarantine. NFL-wise, the big news, I guess if you want to call it that, is Andy Dalton is going from Cincinnati to Dallas on a one-year deal worth $3 million, uh, guaranteed with the option of $7 million, I guess, if... Dak were to go down or something, and he leads them to the playoffs, which we know the Cowboys probably won't happen. But uh, how, I mean, how do you guys feel about Dalton going to the Cowboys? I mean, it's not Brandon Whedon, so no. there's a little bit of concern. It definitely is a little bit of step up from their prior backup quarterbacks. Honestly, it's just nothing. The red water pistol doesn't scare me. Um, <laughs> not really. Not really that terrified of him. The main guy I'm always going to be scared of is in the backfield. I don't really think I have anything to say about Andy Dalton. I mean, he couldn't get it done in Cincinnati. If he goes to Dallas, I don't think he's going to get it done if he were to have the chance. But I will say that there hasn't been back-to-back NFC East champions since, like, 2010, so mm-hmm. or over the past decade. So if there's any indication of that history, the Dallas Cowboys are prime for an NFC East championship so i'm i'm looking at it at the standpoint from dalton it's on for him it's brilliant he has a house in texas i think they said he doesn't even have to change his address he's literally just moving from cincinnati to dallas which is an upgrade right there oh, easily. Um, uh, he went to he went to college at tcu and right in texas so for him he's get gets the back seat gets guaranteed three four million dollars just to watch dak stay at home throw an interception late i mean that's kind of a good gig and god forbid I, they benched Dak. They got a couple good receivers that he really hasn't had besides A.J. Green. I think the, the more surprising thing is that Andy Dalton's kind of cutting his starting career short. I mean, I think he could have possibly gone to New England if they were interested in winning. Um, I'm not that Andy Dalton brings a ton of wins with him, but it, it brings a couple. I don't know if there's any other options in the league where he could start. Maybe he goes and backs up Minshew and Jacksonville if things start to go south there. Maybe he goes to the Giants if things go real south there and backs up Daniel Jones. I don't know. Some of these rookies that are hit or miss still. It seems like now we're going to see Andy Dalton as a backup for the next five or six years. That orange hair is going to look awesome in the Cowboys uniforms. (laughs) It's really going to pop. (laughs) Another backup quarterback news, Jameis Winston, though he said he had many other offers on the table, decided to take a one-year, $1 million deal with the Saints. I think we talked about that on our last episode, and I I guess it wasn't final. But basically, he signs, again, he's the leader in passing yards, right, in touchdowns, uh, and takes a $1 million deal to be the backup to Drew Brees. He also got his eyes LASIK (laughs) surgery. So, (laughs) a dude, there's only 32 jobs in the world to be an NFL quarterback. And his comments after the surgery that he could read license plates and street signs that he couldn't see before. This dude was doing it at the job yeah. that 32 guys do half blind, and he yeah. was doing it the best in the sense of yardage. I think we're going to see a Hall of Fame level J- Jameis. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if he takes over the Saints, it's going to be wild. If you can see it like two years, say, say Drew Brees does call it quits after this season, you got Jameis Winston throwing to Michael Thomas. I'm here for it. Let's, let's, let's yeah, see what, what do happens. You, what do you guys think about that? You think, uh, you know, maybe they hit the franchise tag on Jameis if he wants to go somewhere to start and, like, Drew Brees is, retires, right? This is last year, right? My big maybe thing they is, signed Jameis to a big deal. If you know you have issues with your eyes and you're playing they a position. Before this. Where, dude, 
I mean, <laughs> but the weirdest part is he led the league in touchdowns. Like, obviously, if you have blurry eyes, you're going to lead the league in interceptions. Yeah, so, basically, yeah, this dude was just bombing it deep to Michael Evans and Chris Godwin and hoping yep. they were there because he couldn't see them. Well, and think about it like Are this. we seeing the greatest quarterback um, like, ever? <laughs> I, I, I just don't know. I, this might – he might be completely different. Put him in the Hall of Fame. Eat a dub. Steph Curry got LASIK, and Steph Curry was breaking three-point records and stuff like this. I mean, we haven't really seen him play since he's got it because he was hurt, and then the NBA season just kind of isn't going on right now. But he was like, oh, yeah, I just got this uh, LASIK, this, you know, little sharpness. I was a little blurred here and there. Like, he didn't say the whole license plate thing, but who knows? Maybe Steph Curry was a little blurred like this, and him and Jameis are going to take their leagues by storm. This might be like a 30-for-30 30 30 in the making that we're seeing here. Like, what it should if- be. Jameis got eye surgery in college or something. Yeah. He'd be like a goat. A, yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know. I just, dude, like if your job well, depends on it, like fix and it. Think about it like this. He was, he was the first overall pick. Yeah. And they, dude. didn't they go undefeated or something when he was at FSU? He won the Heisman. Did he not? I don't know. I, I'm guessing. Yeah. Fact check that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what, is, was he a, uh, was he a Heisman winner or no? I, I don't think yeah, so. Uh, sounds right. Okay, cool. We'll yeah, go 100% with it. Um, Heisman winner. We'll switch to fantasy Hold news on. because Hold on. let's go back because yeah. I want to talk about another high draft pick that's going to be a future backup. Uh Mitch oh. Tra- Mitch Trash Biscuit. Oh. Uh, I thought you were going to talk about Jalen Hurts. Okay. No, Mitch Trash Biscuit, uh Mr. Biscuit here. Mm-hmm. Declined fifth year option from the Bears. Breaking news: We got a Heisman Trophy winner, 2013. <laughs> so he won. He did win one. Mr. Mr. Did Crab win. Legs himself, Mr. James. This Winston. man with blurry eyes won a Heisman. Yeah, <laughs> Trubisky declined fifth year option from the Bears. They did sign yeah. uh, Nick Foles in the off season. Mm-hmm. What is the signal? I mean, Nick Foles, you know, coming you would think to near the yeah. end of his career, he only got three or four good years left, if that, and. His years Can't are stay on the field. Are they giving up on Trubisky that they took before Watson and Mahomes? Go ahead, Scout. Yes, I think they are. 100% taken. I don't think Trubisky's really that great. But if you look at what he did with Matt Nagy in the first year of their offense, he actually did pretty well. He got him out of the pocket, got him with some easy throws. But then the second year, like, or I'm sorry, I'll go back. That year, Matt Nagy was coach of the year. Like, do, do we forget? Yeah, we did, actually. And now... The double doink and ruined. Now, the double doink ruined everything. Like Chicago is in the is in the toilet now after the double doink. So I think Matt Nagy was too worried about kickers going through the uprights instead of putting together a good game plan for his quarterback. I think it's on the coach and not Trubisky. So if I don't know if he maybe he goes to the Niners and backs up Garoppolo, just like Winston's going to Breeze. I don't think Garoppolo's that good. I I feel like Trubisky could take that job. Wow. Okay. I'll take. Yeah, no, well, we'll take think it. Think about it. I mean, guy we just played about, in the Super Bowl, and we're like, might lose his job tomorrow. Check it. Think about <laughs> it. If uh, Trubisky goes elsewhere, he wants to be a backup. You want to go to a backup position where you think you could potentially win that job. And I don't know. If, no, I don't know, man. I don't think is necessarily the answer. Dude, I, I, I don't know. I wouldn't have Trubisky as a backup cameraman on my side. I think the uh, – <laughs> so I don't I, the Bears were in denial because they traded up for this pick. You know, they thought Trubisky was the guy. And this kind of just came to the point where you got to make a decision. And 
clearly we've all seen with our own eyes, Trubisky is not the guy. Uh, he's he's the worst quarterback in the NFC North, and it's not even close. And that's with Kirk Cousins and Matt Stafford, who can I, I don't know. He kind of just he might not even be like James playing again. Throws it up. Yeah. Speaking uh, of which, what are the Lions going to do at quarterback? Because Stafford, I haven't heard any news from Stafford. I think he's done, he, dude. Patricia doesn't back, care. He just wants and to play saying, defense. Right. Is, and they that's can't even do that. Yeah. So if the, if they're not have any plans for Stafford, I mean, I I don't know if they drafted a quarterback in the draft and nobody notable obviously so what who the hell is it what the hell is their plan i mean is i don't think is that, is that where one. cam newton's going cam well, newton's got to go start somewhere be. that'd be cool yeah, is cam newton gonna go to the lions because i've heard that stafford might be, out might be done for his yeah. career and, I don't, blue. and if i'm stafford i'm not risking my me walking for the detroit lions okay it's just it's not a fair. story. Well, it's not about guys. that. Well, you do it for a couple million now. I think he's still going to get paid anyways to back back of his contract. I'd just be hurt for two years and not play. <laughs> to stick with the theme of backup quarterback, uh, Taysom Hill in fantasy news was granted the tight end slash flex position in fantasy, uh, according to Mike Clay of ESPN. Uh, they also said that that's my guy. That's that sounds guy. like a J. That sounds like a J pick. He'll he'll totally be on the <laughs> podcast in a couple weeks. Uh, just give it time. Guaranteed. Um, they also said, though, if, say, Breeze were to go down, they have the ability to basically get rid of those tight end slash flex positions and only listen to his quarterback, which kind of takes but away James from – quarterback. Does this change anything with you and Taysom Hill in regards to fantasy? I'm going to be very minimal with some of okay. the fantasy tips, given that our whole league listens to this, especially until after the draft. It's lost That's with a move right there. Jay, man, I'm telling you, eighth round, Taysom Hill, definitely going to be on the board. <laughs> and I, I'm telling you, if you have that pick, I would, I would definitely snatch him up because, <laughs> because that seventh week of the season where he might throw for a touchdown in 30 yards is definitely going to be worth it. Yeah, I don't think this does anything for Taysom Hill's draft stock. Uh, I think I was listening to some uh, radio show or something and they were talking about how it, what round are you going to pick Taysom Hill in? I'm like, what are we talking about? He, he's not even, what does he get? Less than 10 receptions a year? Like two touchdowns? Like throws two passes? What, what are we... Lamar Jackson wasn't even course. drafted in our league last year. <laughs> yeah, and if we're well, going tight ends, Austin Hooper. Austin, yeah. Austin Hooper wasn't drafted, so there's a lot of good tight ends on the board in the free agent market. Uh, I'm gonna. Yeah, we I'm, gonna I'm gonna go ahead and take a, a, a hot take here and say that there are 24 better tight ends than Taysom Hill. Sticking with the theme of fantasy football, we we've been in the league together for since 2014. Mm-hmm. Fantasy Fuck Boys FFB. My parents are probably listening. Mom, I am 25 <laughs> now and I do curse. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. That's what you're doing in your basement. <laughs> yeah. So. Basically, this That's is where it all started. I don't know how you guys feel, but I think I probably care too much about a fake league. Then maybe I should allocate those feelings for real life things. I don't know, but it's <laughs> been a lot of fun. So first guest ever on the LID is that we're, I guess we can call it that uh, laying it down. One of the founding members of the Fantasy Fuck Boys. I think it was six years ago. We officially started in 2014. Uh, Jeremy would say otherwise. Happy to have you on. And uh, how are you doing on these quarantine days? How you know, boys? It's great to be here. You know, not a big deal. Glad you guys finally got this podcast rolling. Uh, the quarantine sucks. Pretty much bullshit. But if it interferes with our fantasy season, there's going to be riots in the streets. Yeah, so I'm with you, you, brother. you had your, um, your first kind of 
relevant season in a long time. Pretty much know. ever, actually. Probably since my first championship <laughs> that everyone neglects uh, to recognize. So, yeah, let's start there. I mean, that's what started it all. 2014 started it all. We had a trial year. No money was ever put on the table for that season. No, nothing. That season is not in the history books. It was 10 all. friends that came together. Well, was it eight at that point? Might have yeah, been. see, no. it wasn't even a full league. Yeah. It was so it was eight yeah. close friends. You know, we came together. We had a good league. Everybody was competitive. And just because Jamal Charles stomped all over you. That's a throwback. Bottom line, Jay, no. You haven't won shit, you know, so, in my mind. So, so after we cleared the, cleared the air about that first season there, that didn't count, year zero. Now we're going to year one. And um, year one through year five, yikes. Some yeah, would call you, know. you the Cleveland Browns <laughs> of, of our league. I mean, I would at least give myself the Dolphins, you know. Probably wow. even a second wow. to worst franchise. Wow. Is that better? Yeah, we like that. You have five losing seasons, or four losing seasons, <laughs> and then this year, all of a sudden, you're up at the top, and you're in the championship fighting for the, uh, the victory. So was it the record amount of trades you made, or was it the bet we made uh, preseason when I had maybe a margarita too many, and we bet a tattoo on who would win the league first? I was definitely driven by the tattoo, because the sketched-up tattoo that I had was beautiful. What, it, was what a, was on it? Because we never, we, you never showed me. Oh, I never showed you. No. Oh, oh. you want me to describe it? Is this a PG thirteen podcast we uh, got here, boys? No, you can, you can go ahead. All right. So I know you big Star Wars fan. All right. Yeah. Yep. Went with it. Darth Vader, mm-hmm. great villain. He is. So you have Darth Vader's cap. Yeah. You know, looking good. Mm-hmm. Slowly leads down into a long neck, veins just bulging into two pairs of balls. It was a big mm. Vader dick that was just going to go smack dab <laughs> wherever you wanted it. But Glad you didn't win. Mm. That would have been, been tough. Yeah. It was but especially no. dumb of me to make that bet because you already have tattoos and I have not a single <clears throat> one. But it's the fear of not knowing what's going to go on your body. Yeah, you pick where it was going to go, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, if pretty... I had Darth Vader's piece of meat on my body, I don't think I'd be too pumped about yeah. it. Yeah, what, you were going to put it on your ass? Was that the original choice? Or... Yeah, yeah, that would have been weird. Huh? Yeah, yeah, that would have been a real fit. Match made in heaven. <laughs> this year I came into it and, you know, after years and years of being mocked and driven down, you know, I had to turn it around. So, you know, we fired our head coach. We brought in a new guy. You know, it really starts with the leadership, brought a new quarterback, started fresh, and we made it second place. Was there anything different this, this past offseason than the prior ones? I was as drunk at the draft. <laughs> it always helps. Great plus. Now, now we yeah. were talking about punishments a second ago, and hmm. interesting. Hmm. you do not have the greatest history <laughs> of, of following through with some of those. That's a hot take. Um, care, care to, care to discuss with the people? You know, the the whole draft combine video, it's cool and yeah. all, but, you know, I want something a little more exciting, you know? I want to wake up blacked out in the middle of Philadelphia Bottom line, Jay doesn't want the rest of the league to see him with his shirt off, try to run a forty-yard dash. That's that's basically. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think that's, that's you guys want to see. Uh, basically, oh, Jay, doesn't, I want to Jay see. doesn't. Jay doesn't want everybody to know how small his vertical is. That's basically what we got down. To, <laughs> oh man, to. we were. Yeah, you want to know about my vertical? We were down in Disney, and they have that new <laughs> NBA center, and they let you go in and they let you do the combine. My vertical was out jumped by one of the girls that we went with. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, so Kelsey this is why the Kelsey hand came out, big old vert, just grounded me. So well, that's, ex- that's exactly an athlete, so yeah. I but guess that's, that's exactly not, that's why we need, we need to see your combine video here. 
All right, well, we've got all the time in the world now. Yeah, I mean, you really so don't need excuses. I know you got excuses. You have two roommates. You have two roommates. Yeah. Useless. So we useless? They can't hold a phone? Um, Camera phone? It's got to be, you know, well more managed. Like, if I'm going to do it, it's going to be all out. So we all joined a Madden Fantasy League or Franchise League with Fantasy Draft. Uh, we're the NFC South, I believe. I'm the Saints. Yep. Sloth is. King Sloth is the Panthers here. And Scout is the Bucks. And the Bucks, yeah. And Jay, they all there with the Falcons. Jay is the Falcons. Jay, how do you feel about your team? I mean, you don't really play much Madden, right? So. Oh, I'm absolute garbage at Madden. But, you know, I felt like I went out there and I had a good draft. Christian so McCaffrey, think first you round. You and Scout will bring up the, the back end of, of the division or what? Because it was a, it was a big mean, head-to-head well, game today. Uh, Falcons have been struggling. It's time to get Matt Ryan out. But, you know, I'm 2-0 to start. Okay. Well, yeah, you haven't played it. You've only played the computer. Don't right, sleep boy. on the computer. You shredded like me. I'm not good at Madden. <laughs> I'm going to get better, though. That was uh, a uh, – that's opening my eyes a little bit. I'm coming for blood next match. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Panthers, game, game one, we had the ghost of Ron Rivera in the house, so we had to get him out of there uh, right after that loss. And after we did that, our new coach um, came out and really just smacked around the Bucks, uh 42 to 14, really – Set the tone early and often. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was brutal. We're looking forward to our next division game, week six against the Bucks, And then uh, the second yeah. half of the season is when we get to play um, everybody else. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Jay, uh, since we have you on, I hear you and my two counterparts here have different opinions about the Eagles draft. I, you might be the only you know, Eagles fan who's looking up. but You know, we're only a couple years removed from a Super Bowl team. So there's, there's a perk, you know. So you still got to hang over. Super Bowl. Oh, man, I'm going to have that hangover until the day I die. You know, it's a once-in-a-lifetime for most teams. You know, at yeah. first, you know, I was like most Eagles fans. I went into it, saw the picks be coming. And then, you know, once we passed on Jefferson, it was kind of, you know, like a hit. But, you know, you, you don't know much about this Jefferson kid coming out of, where was it, TCU? Horn Frogs. LSU. Rager? Oh, Rager, yeah, yeah, Rager out of TCU. Yeah. You know, no quarterback, no real team around him. I mean, who, who's watching the Horn Frogs? And then LSU rolls in with Joe Burrows going 74% accuracy throughout the whole year. Yeah, but year, that shouldn't percentage. be – I mean, it's definitely a big A negative on, Jeff, on Justin but Jefferson. But if you look at Rigor's stats, his sophomore year when he had a half-competent quarterback, he went for over 1,000 yards, and then they brought a freshman in, and then you can obviously see the dip, and that freshman was only having a 52% completion percentage to him. So, you know what, what like – What if I told you some, one bull thing, though, Jay, that it's not about – necessarily the player, but the team that drafted him and their history with wide receivers is piss poor to say the least. You know, I'm not going to deny that it's piss poor, but I'm not going to crucify the kid that's, you know, fresh out of college without giving him a chance. I mean, he fits our needs. He's a kid that can go in the slot. He's going to fill it out. Obviously, you know, we don't know what Jefferson's going to do either, but, you know, it really filled the needs and how he is more about filling the spots rather than, you know, reaching for the stars. And then, Yeah, we definitely needed a backup quarterback. I mean, the yeah, whole, Andy, Andy Dalton wasn't available two weeks later or a week later. Yeah, that was a definite need. Well, you know, we've all – I feel like most people have come to terms with the first-round pick, you know, besides – Oh, Paul. I have. I have it because, yeah. I mean, look I mean, look at the – since 2010, here's all the wide receivers. From 2010 to 2017, the wide receivers of the Eagles have drafted. Riley Cooper, Marvin McNutt, Jordan Matthews, Josh Huff, Nelson Aguilar, Matt Collins, Sheldon Gibson. Yikes. Who's that? Um, Exactly. He, two of them are only in the league still. 
Nelson Aguilar, or Matt Collins. And Matt Collins, I don't even know if he's on an NFL roster right now. They're just not good. Well, I mean, you know, and, they've and, never, then, and none of them have made a Pro Bowl. Never them, none of them made an All Pro team. No, like, they never made a Pro Bowl. But Nelson it. was, you know, a decent player in that push to the Super Bowl. That was it. Okay, but now you're looking at this year. We got Alshon. If he can stay healthy, he can right. still contribute. No. You know, you got Deshaun Jackson, who's going to be a great mentor for the speedster and Rieger. Yeah, it's always the... going to be because week three is going to tear his hamstring. But let's move on from the first pick. Right? We, so <laughs> most Eagles fans have come to terms with the first pick. I feel like it's a general consensus. We're going to wait and see with that one. And then you got Jalen Hurst that was drafted second overall, which, you know, it could be very questionable with some of the needs that we had. But given that Carson Wentz has never really finished a full season and the versatility of Jalen Hurts in a Dougie P offense – is very intriguing to say the least. So I feel like it's a safe bet for an unreliable quarterback. So many, many people would say after you said that, yeah, but Winston just signed a, a deal for one million, and the Red Rocket just signed one for three million. Like, what's what's the point? And Cam Newton's still on the board. Do you think there's any possibility of? kind of like a draft and move type deal or I think drafts, you know, you got to think this year, what are we going to expect out of a season? You know, with all the pandemic going on, what kind of season are we going to truly have? You know, they're talking no fans in the stadium. You know, if this all flares up again, it's going to cut the season short again. So we don't really know what full season we're going to have to an extent. So you could see it as like a safe pick. You got this stud 21 year old that runner up for the Heisman. You know, obviously he performed well in college. He could build, grow, and then we could either use him as a trade piece or he's a great second option. Are you at all 10. scared, Jay, about Jefferson saying that he's going to make every single team pay that passed On the Vikings? Him? Oh, what, Kirk is going to suddenly turn it up and get it? No, I'm not worried about <laughs> it. I remember Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs, man. What are you talking about? I'm not worried about him. For the personally dubbed Peaky Blinders, what are um, your projections for the this year following a runner-up? My projections this year. So obviously, I'm going to have to change it up. I'm not going to, you know, be suckering kids left and right out of the trades this year. <laughs> so I'm going to have to, you know, this time with all this free time that I have, sit down and mm-hmm. actually come up with a draft plan rather than asking Paul for an extra sheet right before the draft and going based off that. So uh, yeah. I'm going to have to be a little more meticulous this year. You know, yeah. I feel like everyone's going to be, you know onto my shit. They're not going to be sending me players, you know, like Robin Carl, <laughs> you know, the, that was the terrible. champ absolutely yeah. lost everything when he made that trade with me. You know, I got be, rid of Juju Smith Schuster, DJ shark watching trust the process, go right back to what trust the process is that we all know it should be. It's going Fields. to be a beautiful, beautiful day. Well, missing the playoffs last season is the beginning of a very, very long and painful drought without a, oh, yeah. without a championship. It, it I'm talking starts, six and bottom places for the rest of the, rest of the league. It all Next starts five when, years. You, when you draft on a golf course. You win two, two in a row. He's the most, he has the most championships in the league, but he's, he seems to forget his humble upbringings, which were bottom of the barrel, kind of fighting. And now he's the uh, villain. Yeah, uh, and he's just – he's kind of shouldered his way into that villain role. Well, you know, he thought he could come out and be a stud like MJ, smoke some cigars before you yeah. go play a big game. And, yeah. You know. He overtook the sloth as the uh, head villain. Jay, we appreciate you being on, the first ever guest on Laying It Down. I'm sure we'll have you on again soon, but thanks for coming on. No problem, guys. If you don't know, we've been doing a uh, uniform poll for the 2020 NFL season best home and away uniforms. And we have the results from the first round, and that is the Cardinals beating the Texans, 
The Bills beating the Browns, who just keep recycling the same uniform. Broncos beating the Cowboys, kind of surprising to me. Titans beating the Bucks. Chiefs beating the Dolphins. Ravens annihilating the Bengals. Saints beat the Giants. Packers beat the Lions. Eagles beat the Jets. Chargers beat the New York Patriots. They both have new uniforms. Panthers beat the Seahawks. Vikings beat the Jags. Raiders beat the Bears. 49ers beat the Redskins. And then we have two ties. So we are going to vote here. Steelers versus Colts. Go ahead, Sloth. Steelers. All right, I'm with you on that. So 3-0, unanimous. Steelers are through. I I was very surprised that that was even close. I mean, Um, just because of the blue, probably, for the Colts. Everybody likes the blue. I guess. I don't know. The Steelers Steelers are classic. Yeah. One of the first. No question. And then the new-look Falcons with the Rams, who – I think the Rams might be coming out with new uniforms, so we'll just go with the blue and yellow throwback again. I thought this wasn't going to be close, but let's let's vote on this. Uh, I think we're going to Rams. Rams. I, I agree. Fal- so three. The Falcons <laughs> got that. Uh, the Falcons the meme machine. That, yeah. Meme so, yeah, machine. Yeah, machine. Look, <laughs> you you Colt voters and you Falcon voters. I don't. Maybe it's maybe it's just spam. I don't know. I don't. I don't understand how you people are even, trying to fuck with us. Yeah. I think I think the only other. <laughs> I mean, it's always exciting to have the jerseys come out, kind of yeah. definitely something to look forward to in the offseason here. The only other thing that was kind of surprised was the Panthers beating the Seahawks. I agree. Really? Yeah. I, I didn't I, even hear I, you say that, honestly. I picked the Seahawks. I did as well. Yeah, so did I. That's right. The Panthers beating the Seahawks. Yo, who, who is it? I don't know. Who yeah. is it just voting? What is, what's going on here? And then, other and then than the, that, Vikings, the Vikings beating the Jags? I don't know. I, I, I kind of oh, like God. the Jaguars. Yeah, I think the Vikings. No, the Vikings. The Vikings. Dude, I, purple is so boring. Yeah, but man. you just – you the just matte purple. That's true, too. The matte purple helmets, <laughs> I really like. Me, too. Uh, and the biggest beatdown uh, was, who was it? It was the Ravens and the Bengals. Yeah, That's I mean, a surprise. I think the Chargers are a dark horse to win. With their I think they might win it all. Personally, I, I might take them all the way. Uh, but they, Who versus the Browns? The Bills. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say the Browns are going to get blown out by anybody, yeah. but yeah. if it was a better matchup, they would have been like 100 to 0. It's hard to make Brown look sexy, for sure. It is, and especially was, when you don't have a logo. What was closer than I thought would be Chiefs beat the Dolphins, and I, as a Dolphins fan, voted for the Chiefs. And it was uh, like I 54 to 46. I love the Chiefs uniforms, but I guess – I love the uh, – what is it, the teal? Agree. I love them. Yeah. I think they're cool. I know I they it. might be uh, some – what candy is it, ass. baby back Full bitch? Soft. What do you call it, candy <laughs> yeah. ass? Yeah, I, don't, I like them, though. They're cool. So, yeah, I mean, sticking with the theme of NFL and best jerseys, like we said, the Chargers might, I don't know, I think the Chargers might pull it out with the new ones they brought out. We're going to stick with the AFC when's West. The, when's the new poll come out? New poll. Let's do Tuesday, Wednesday. So, okay, Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday. We'll do Middle the of the week. Round. Look for it. And on that topic, I we're going to try and stick to two days a week for now. So, we'll, I think we'll drop podcasts Monday, Thursday, we'll record Sunday, Wednesday. So all of our production assistants can work super hard to get that out to you um, on the very next day with playing a down corporation. Big team. Yeah. Shout out to them. Team Big team this. we got. Yeah. They're, they're working tirelessly. We, we appreciate you. But we'll stick uh, with the AFC West and the Chargers. And we're kind of just, I don't know, we'll talk touch on first round picks because we're not going to lie and say, you know, the fourth round pick for the Raiders or anything. Uh, but kind of season outlooks and how they've improved or fallen down. Before it's our Chargers, I, th- I, I mean, yeah. looking at the Chargers' first couple of picks here, I, I think they filled a pretty good need. And they got Kenneth Murray, the linebacker. Mm-hmm. Uh, really there's good. A lot, there's a lot of talk in Philadelphia of them trying to get him, especially pick 23, you know. 
Eagles were pick 21. So there was talk of the Eagles maybe getting him. Then they get Herbert as well at six. That was their first pick. I mean, I, I mean that's their future. So yeah, we'll, we'll see where it goes from there. My biggest – so they – I don't know how many games they won last year, but it wasn't a lot. It was four or five, I think, with a veteran in Phillip Rivers. And Vegas still has – He played bad, really did. bad. But Derwin Vegas, James is hurt too. Yeah, he that was, was a big yeah. hit to their defense. Yeah, but their win total is still at seven, seven and a half, according to Vegas, which with the back with a rookie quarterback coming in, maybe he doesn't start right away. But I mean, I if I was a well, if he doesn't man, start, who's going to start? <laughs> it would be Tyrod. Uh, I mean, I like Tyrod. I think they sit think Herbert he can get all year, wins? right? I think they could. I, I think he can. I think their defense is good enough to get them possibly like three or four wins just by themselves. So it'll depend who their quarterback is. And if their quarterback can work with, you know, I mean, they still have Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. Yeah. Like they have bad wide receivers. Um, Melvin Gordon left with the Broncos, which we'll touch on later, but that's a big surprise. Well, so what do we think? Is this uh, going to be one of the best divisions in football now? I don't, I don't know, man. I, Super Bowl winning the Raiders. Chiefs, um, yeah. Broncos. I mean, I will touch on that, but they had a hell of a draft. Um, let's do it now. Let's do it. You want to do Broncos? Yeah, let's do it. I mean, okay. So um, I think it's a team nobody's really been talking about with all this at all. And it's crazy. Drew Locke took over for Flacco and kind of, I don't know. He proved he's he's worthy of a starting position. It's uh, worth a shot. I mean, he's got a, he definitely had a little swagger on the sideline. Yeah. That's the only that's the only highlight I remember from him is, but. Uh, yeah, I, I guess we give him a shot and see what the hell he can do. I, and they went El, all in on Drew Locke. LA clearly believes in the guy. I mean, you bring in Melvin, in Melvin Gordon, so mm-hmm. Melvin Gordon's going to take the Philip Lindsay role, and Philip Lindsay's going to take the Royce Freeman role. Uh, so, I mean, they're going to run the ball to death, and they'll do it well behind Noah Fant, tight end, who they drafted last year. And on top of that, Cortland Sutton. They drafted Sutton emerging. Why is nobody talking about Denver's draft? Jesus That's what Christ! I'm saying. They yeah, drafted, it's really good. You get Jerry I mean, they Judy. had three third-round picks. Yeah. In the second second round, you take another receiver in KJ Hamler from Penn State. I don't mean, love the pick, but I mean, I guess. Oh, by the way, Von Miller in the defense. And they went cornerback, and they went uh, defensive line. So they went cornerback with the 77th pick, and yep. they went D line on the 95th pick. They went center on the 83rd, uh, Jerry Judy, 15, KJ Hamler on 46. Um, they, I mean, John Elway, this is how you support your young quarterback. I mean, you draft the players around him. You don't draft backup quarterbacks in the second round for your young quarterback. You draft <laughs> receivers who he can throw the ball to. Um, I have a little fun fact here, if you guys want to hear it. Fun fact alert. Um, Fun fact. (laughs) Um, John Elway has never drafted a Alabama player until Jerry Jerry Judy. You want to hear another little fun fact about Denver and drafts? They have never drafted a quarterback uh, that went on to win a playoff game for them. Whoa. Like even before John Elway? The only one to do it, actually. They actually did one. Tim Tebow is the only quarterback the goat. Wow. in Broncos history to be drafted by the team and win a playoff game. The slant against the Steelers. Yeah. yeah. Slant hurt around the world, Demarius Thomas. 
Um, um, but yeah, that, that is interesting. Another so we'll fun fact, two become. fun facts on the Broncos. You ready Double for this? Fun, fun fact, fact alert. Uh, they had five picks in the first three rounds. That's only happened three times since 2002. Damn. And the first time with John Elway being GM. All right. Oh, I have um, – they they brought in A.J. Boye and Jarrell Casey free agency for the defense too. So there's your – I mean, it's, it's an all-around good team. I think – I think yeah. they should at least get wild card just because the Chiefs yeah. are in the division. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would say that too. I think Denver is a uh, is a is a underdog wild card team. I yeah, I mean be, you're, being with the the Steelers, you know, yeah. figure the Ravens are gonna win that division. So you got mm-hmm. the Steelers. Um, who the hell knows who's gonna win that AFC East now? So you don't expect anybody coming out of there. Um I, I don't really know. Who else there? I guess they're going to be the fighting Colts, with their own division. I, the Colts, I, yeah. yeah, the Colts are Titans. Uh, the Texans, obviously, are probably still yeah, going to be there. Then they got the how Chargers, do we think, too. Do we think Phillip Rivers is going to take the Colts places? I mean, I don't think so. I don't know. I do. But I'm saying I, do. You, I think that they got to be a rough team. That, with that, that roster, and they're playing at mile high, I'm, I'm giving the edge to the Broncos. I like the Broncos. Dark horse, no pun intended. Broncos will – yeah, Broncos will definitely be in there. And what, what does Vegas have their win total at as of I right do. now? So – Chiefs are 11 and a half, and then the Raiders, Broncos, and Chargers are all at seven and a half, or yeah, seven, seven and a half. They're all the same. There's no, yeah, there's no way, there's no way all three of them are, you know, and we'll do this again later in the year um, once training camps start, but I don't think there's a way that all three of those teams finish seven and nine. No way. Somebody in that, I think somebody else in that division is going to get 10 wins, and and the Chiefs will probably finish with 12. Let's and we'll go to the Chiefs, the Super Bowl champs, have the last pick in the first round, and they take Clyde Edwards, the running back from <sighs> LSU. So I mean, they're just kind of Andy Reid's like, yeah, we won with our offense, a little bit of our defense, but let's solidify that running back role, and kind of just draft a guy that fits the Andy Reid system. He's already been compared to Brian Westbrook. That's the easy comparison because of Andy's time in Philly, but. Mm-hmm. If he's anything like Brian Westbrook, I mean, or the Sean McCoy, how do you stop the, the Chiefs? That couldn't be the stopped. Chiefs. Are, the Chiefs are a weird team, man. They just, you know, they're the definition of a running back factory. I mean, just Jamal Charles and Kareem Hunt, then Damian Williams had his time to shine, and then they had, uh, I mean, I'm gonna butcher this guy's name. Ah, uh, even this guy had his had his moment to shot a couple of weeks. Was it Char- Davius West? Char- no, Chardakius. <laughs> Chardakius West. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That guy, even he had his time to shine. So I, I don't know. It seems like the Chiefs at Andy Reid's offense doesn't matter who you put back there, he's going to succeed. Um, and even early in Andy Reid's career, that we kind of had that the three-headed monster in Philly in the early 2000s. Yeah. Uh, the la- and the last of AFC West that we'll touch on, the Raiders, my boy John Gruden, big John Gruden guy. Uh, my girlfriend hates football, but watch Hard Knocks, loves John Gruden. So she's a Raiders fan. Um, and they're moving to Vegas. Uh, and we thought, I mean. The Death Star Stadium. Yeah, we thought he was going to take Jerry Judy, but he passed and went Henry Ruggs, his Alabama teammate. Uh, followed up 
with another first round pick with Damon Arnett from Auburn, I believe, cornerback. Um, and they also signed in the offseason Mariota. We've heard Carr. And yeah, I was about to say. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to so, I'm not going to pretend to know shit about their draft picks. Cool. Looks good. Henry Ruggs, obviously, that's a good pick. Um, yeah. Seems like it would be. But the, the main most interesting thing coming out of Las Vegas this year is definitely going to be the quarterback position. For sure. Who the hell wins that? Um, I wish Hard Knocks was this year. Yeah. I think they Vegas with Gruden. I mean, I mean, last year wasn't bad with AB. <laughs> it wasn't. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was a spectacle. Uh, but I, I – I think John hates their car, and I think Mariota's got something to prove with. I mean, if you get beat out by Tannehill, I don't know. I feel like I'd want to come back and play for more next year. Yeah, I'd agree. Tannehill 2.0, coming for you your job. Get, there's no way if you're Mariota you can get beat out by Tannehill in the Cup. I mean, you just retire them, bro. So, so have they openly stated that it's going to be a quarterback competition? I don't know, but if you bring in, a, yeah, another foreman – former Heisman winner. I mean, I think it's instant competition. Um, and you, well, it's definitely have to push you, right? For sure. Especially, I mean, he was starting last year up until Tannehill. Mm -hmm. um, and you're in Vegas now. I mean, the lights literally couldn't be any brighter. Yeah. Uh, so they had, a, they had a really bad pick uh, in their third round pick, 80th overall. They picked. They had a, a running back slash receiver, Lynn Bowden. The uh, CBS gave that a C minus. Wow. I don't know what. Uh, Must what be a they were doing grinder. With the, yeah, he he's got to be a grinder <laughs> <laughs> for that pick. Tell you what, I like I like this kid, man. <laughs> um, a little English John Gruden. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty good. It's gotta be so a new from segment. there, uh, we're gonna try a new segment. We'll give it a new name, but best thing, worst thing that happened to you this week. Uh, when do you guys want to start? I mean, the best thing that happened to me was about oh. two and a half hours ago. Yikes. Uh, yeah, that, that, yeah. I mean, we were here. having probably the worst gaming weekend we've had in a while, and mm -hmm. it just really got turned right up after we beat scouts team 42 to 14 in week two yes. of the Madden franchise. Uh, we need a real big pick me up first win for my new head coach. So not just the best thing that happened to me this week, but probably the best thing that happened to the franchise. Um, oh, huge, huge. franchise win yeah. for the Carolina Panthers. So on, the, on the other hand, mm -hmm. actually you guys, you guys say the best. Let's, let's, yeah. let's see where, Go ahead. where that's Keep it going. Go ahead. Go ahead, buddy. All right. Best thing that happened to me this week. We dropped the podcast, man. We, we did it. Uh, got it on Spotify. It, Apple Podcasts still dragging their feet about it. We'll get it on Apple soon, but I don't know. Uh, something I've always kind of wanted to do. Uh, and do it with buddies of mine who I've been friends with for a while. So I don't know. We'll see where it goes. Might not go anywhere, but it'll give us an outlet to talk about it at least. Uh, Scout, what do you got? Um, I think on... What Thursday? I uh, I ran four miles. Oh. That was probably uh, yeah. Quarantine life is uh, go fuck yourself. Um, just started uh, running again because of this quarantine and yeah. uh, hit hey, four miles hey. for the first time. Hey, I'm gonna shut this down right now. We're not a running podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Anti-running. 
we're taking a hard anti-running stance. <laughs> well, you know what? I felt pretty fucking good about it, so yeah. why don't you hop off? Mm. Sloth, what do you got? Worst of the week. Oh, uh, well, besides fucking scouts making me feel like shit. Uh, <laughs> Ever ran four miles and Ever? Ever. Ever. <laughs> ever. Uh, no, I think I think we're going to keep it on the video game trend here. I think uh, okay. we'll, we'll keep everybody updated on this on a weekly basis of kind of where I'm at in the video game world and kind of how much the gulag is fucking up my mental, <laughs> my mental state. Um, because that's where I'm at right now. I've watched about 16 gulag videos. I'm not dying in that motherfucker anymore. Um, <laughs> That's the worst thing to happen to me on a nightly basis. I have dreams about the gulag. I <laughs> I practice in my living room against the gulag. I, wow. I'm telling you. Oh, uh, things are getting serious there. The gulag. Every band knows to fight against the gulag. Everybody's been there. <laughs> so that's the worst thing to happen to me. And it'll probably Scout, be next got? week as well. Um. Well, not the worst thing, but I have had a pretty shitty week on the on the Call of Duty Warzone. Um, KD's going down a little bit, but that's okay. Um, took a trip with uh, my mom, uh, girlfriend, down. We're going to go to the boardwalk, get mm-hmm. some Sam's Pizza. Um, four blocks the line was to get Sam's Pizza. And um, it's, what is it, May 3rd? Why are there so many people in Wildwood in quarantine? Not sure. Fair. Um, so that was pretty pretty disappointing. Uh, so I had to settle for uh, Murasaki. Okay, little that's, hibachi. That's not, you should never settle for that. That shit is well. Fire. It's takeout. <laughs> it's takeout. So takeout's not that good. If that's just my opinion. Fair. All right, my worst of the week. So I, uh, Scout visited me a while ago uh, in February. Uh, I was talking. Times. I was watching Gary V. Right, this video of trading cards. Right, so I, I was like, I'll buy a pack of NBA rookie cards. I hit a super rare Zion Williamson rare card. Uh, and then, if you're familiar with sports card trading at all, you get it graded by this third company, and they deem how the quality is. Ten being the best. And there's a substantial drop off at nine in money wise. The ten, this. Zion Williamson rookie Silver Prism 10 is going for $4,000 on eBay right now, and the nine is going for $850. If this is my worst, he's he's getting $850. So I get a nine in my $850. Not only do I get a nine in my $850, what's the difference between a nine and a 10? uh, Just like if it's centered properly and everything. I don't know. Nothing you can really control. It's kind of the manufacturer. Um, So I. I get a nine. I'm still, I mean, the pack was $20, $20 so I'm up $8.30, right? Uh, shipping out with UPS, and I get a, a message yesterday that the package has been delivered. The package has been nowhere found. So I don't know where this card is. That's my ticket for $830 <laughs> or whatever. I have no idea where it is. Um, oh, God. So I could be out of eight hundred dollars. We'll see. I'll give an update later, but I don't. I have no idea what's going to happen. With yeah, that'll ruin the week right there. Yeah, Damn. this potential lottery ticket, so to speak. That's uh, sorry about that luck. Yeah. Anyway, um, since it is May the fourth, we'll cap it off with 
we'll do a snake draft, uh, Mount Rushmore style. You're basically your top, top of the top. Uh, Sloth is a huge Star Wars fan, so he's gonna be all over this. Uh, yep. And be I haven't missed a movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> whatever it is, uh, I think. Does he we'll get go, first pick? Yeah, let's have Sloth take first pick. Uh, Scout, you take second. I'll take third. Okay, we'll go three rounds. Top um, Star Wars character. So I did think about this a little bit. All right, and now, <laughs> okay. I guess some some disclosures. Are we saying best? One or are we saying best group of three we want to hang out with? Because I got a pretty solid group of three, I think. Wow. Uh, let's... I, I think whatever spin you want. Yeah, I'm just well, going right. for like all, all right. time, well, like, I'm taking, all time I'm, characters. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I'm taking the chick. I'm taking Princess, Princess Le- Leia. Jesus. Princess Leia. Also known as Princess Leia. Off the board. Princess Leia. Off the board. You know, <laughs> it got me. I, I mean, if you're going to pick a chick, why wouldn't you go Padme? Ooh. Sloth has no idea who Padme is. He has no idea. <laughs> okay, um, we're going to start the list off with an actual top candidate, and we're going to go Darth Vader. Fair. That was my number one pick as well. Yeah, it has to be. The undisputed villain. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, you can't go wrong with that. No. Uh, I'll stick with that time period as well. I'll go with the, the green little gremlin in Yoda. Uh, Had him too. Yep. Super wise. Good one. You know? Uh, Sloth, someone who might want to hang out with. I know Yoda. I, I don't know. Well, there's Yoda. <laughs> Pronounced it right as well. Uh, Not, Yada. Yada. <laughs> Not Yada. Not Yada. Number two, I'll, I'll go with Chewie. He seems like just uh, a big... Oh, like, don't my, fuck like yourself, three, bro. Right? That's my boy. <laughs> he seems like, I don't know, like Golden Retriever, Yellow Lab, just wants to be with you and has your best interests in mind. Um, all right, we're gonna stick with the villains and go Darth Maul. Wow, yeah, he should have got more screen time than he did. Got killed absolutely off way too soon. Way too soon. Spoiler alert. Okay, gotta find two here. <laughs> gotta find two. Uh, Woody, full disclosure my top three was Darth Vader, Yoda, Chewie, and you took yeah, that, in I, that order. I would agree with that. Um, so me. I don't know. This guy's number one on the <laughs> Stones website, so I'm going to go Han Solo. Han Solo. <laughs> Han Solo. <laughs> Tua Tungle Idea and Han Solo. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, and the last one we're going to go with is, wow, that would be mean if I took him. You named your dog after him, so I can't do that. Um, I'm not taking him. If you want him, wow. him. I don't know. This dude just kind of seems like he would bring some life to the party. So I'm going to go Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> yeah. Good one. <laughs> he packs a punch. Respect that. Yeah. Let's see what he brings, you know. Scout. All right. Um, Just, I guess uh, we're going to go Jar Jar Binks. Wow. I'm a big Jar Jar Binks guy. You might be the only one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> gotta give him, gotta give him a shout out there. Come on, Damn. The, maybe the most annoying animated character <laughs> in all of television history ever. Yeah, maybe. you have to pick him. All right, uh, I was gonna go R two. Yeah, he's the worst. I was gonna go R two <laughs> or three PO. Uh, but if 
I mean, the OG Jedi's on the table. I'm going to take Luke Skywalker at three. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Wow, people are asking, do you not, people are asking, do you not like Kylo? Ooh, has, um, your, has your dog soured Kylo? That is now the question. People are asking. So Ooh, my dog, here. my dog is about 10 months old. Uh, and because of everything that's going on, no one will neuter him. So just think about that. And being in quarantine, it's a nightmare. Uh, so Kylo off the board for sure. Not, never an option. Um, <laughs> but with that, we will wrap up episode two. Uh, again, we're going to try and aim for podcast dropping Monday and Thursdays uh, until football or some sort of sports come back. Maybe we'll do three. But uh, if you haven't already, we're on Instagram at laying it down underscore uh, Twitter. I think it's the same laying it down underscore. Um, you find us. Yeah, and yeah. then we each have our own yeah, personal stop. accounts. But uh, if you're listening still, I don't know why you are, but we appreciate you being here. Yeah, get a life. We'll, yeah, we'll catch you on <laughs> Thursday where we interview my brother and the all-time winning leader in fantasy. Yeah, um, I'm not happy about that. So <laughs> I am coming for blood this year. When, if and when football happens. <laughs>